ATV Talk, the podcast. Sit down with your host industry professional, Leonard Duncan, as the men and women from the ATV world bring their behind-the-scenes stories to life. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And remember, dream big. It could be your story one day. Tori and Jack, how are you guys? Good, how are you? I'm doing great. Tori, how about you? Good. Your voice is so soft, we just overpower you. <laughs> yeah. So how's things going for you? The, uh, it's actually going very good. I know that we talked last year in, in 2020, uh, the crazy year, um, but you have some, you had an exciting end of the season and, and some really good things happened. Uh, why don't you tell us about that? Um, so I got two championships, uh, one in the women's a, and then one in 15 and 29 a, and I also, got first every single race in the women's a so that was pretty exciting we had a good season so hopefully we have another good season as well this coming up hey isn't the 1529 just for the listeners and everybody that doesn't know uh isn't it mostly against the uh men yeah it was all boys yeah it, it it could be any, but it was all all men. And she was the only girl. So that was pretty impressive. So when she first started, we thought it was a good class. Well, then she and she would uh, be, you know, third place or so. As time went on throughout the year last year, she was whipping the boys and first place was like not uncommon so right at the end of the last few rounds she i think she got first last few rounds it was pretty awesome tori do you think that that has helped in your development for heading into 2021 that uh puts you at a a different level so your speed is increased and you're ready to take on you know the the pro-am class yeah, so there were some pretty fast guys in the 15 and 29A, and towards the end, I started pushing myself and started, like, becoming more confident, so I wouldn't just fall behind. If I was in last, I would push through all the way to first, so it, I definitely became a better rider in that class, and it did prepare me for Pro-Am. So. Did that also prove to you that the mental game is just as important as your physical preparation game. Yes, it did. So when you're, when you're talking to younger riders, is that something that you're going to pass on to them? Yes, most definitely. Yeah. You need to ride your own race, not get in your own head. And you know, we had to instill that in her. She finally believes in herself. And now to the point where the guys, they know she's trouble and, she could literally go out there off the line. She might not be, you know, in the, in the big, you know, the first, second or third, she might be fifth or sixth, but towards the end of the race, it's a whole different story. And she doesn't give up. She just keeps moving forward. So that's where she's progressed as a writer in her own, her own head, uh, and her thinking, um, 
Yeah, and doesn't beat herself up to where if somebody passed her, she doesn't just keep falling backwards. She she comes right back on them and, and just, you know, pushes the limit and stays within reason, doesn't ride over her head and and uh, keeps it safe. And it's it's been a, a really good learning year last year. Um so yeah. I was there, I was there when you switched to Yamaha's, and I know there was a pretty steep learning curve. Um, when you think back, Tori, did you see the, 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 the future that you have right now or the, the success that you're having? Um, yeah, I did eventually. I never knew how long it would take me. I've always wanted to be the top girl writer and I don't know. I think that once I set a goal for something, I know I could achieve it. So I, yeah. <laughs> have you, have you stepped up your uh, training aspect or the things that you do to train to get yourself in better condition for the pro-am for the longer race? Uh, yeah, I ride uh, a bicycle. I try to ride it every single night and I also do like other activities like jet skiing and all that, like wakeboarding, stuff like that, usually more during the summer when it's too hot to ride. Too hot to ride. She's always busy. Well, yeah, here it gets 130 degrees, so it's <laughs> too hot to ride dirt bikes anyway. We can go out on the lake and, and we shred jet skis. Like It's kind of like moto on the water is pretty much. We throw our helmets on and go ride the buoys. So. You actually wear a helmet in the water? Oh, yeah, because yeah. you can get hit. It's just like being, I'll have to take a video sometime and uh, show you. But we ride stand-ups, um, and there's it's down at Body Beach. They, we have a course set up. It's year-round. Um, there's buoys out there, you know, left, right. They're all buoys. You, you turn left or right. And, uh, yeah, it's a course. It's a moto track on the water. It's, it's, it's pretty neat. What so is you, that? You, you can get hurt real bad if you don't have a helmet, though. If another ski hits you, so common practice is to put a helmet, throw a helmet on if you're going on the track. It's just like you were going to go on the track in the dirt, except we're on the water. So, so give me a little insight because I'm an anti-water sport guy. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I just have never, I just have never enjoyed what I can't see. Yeah. So, give me a little insight. Tori, on what physically demanding is similar from the ATV to the jet ski? Um, like, <laughs> a lot. Yeah, like the same, like, or how like on your body, you know, because yeah. you're cross training. Yeah. So I would say, I mean, yeah. yeah, it works your legs, your back. I would say pretty much like, a full body workout and well, I you're standing the whole time too. Yeah. And you go up and down side to side and, and definitely your endurance. <laughs> I how about, could how about your hands because I know riding an ATV is pretty hard on your hands. What's it like on the ski? I would say it's pretty much about the same. You're, you're holding on, you're using the gas. I mean, there's no break or anything, but if, if you're competitive as we are, on the water, 
you you feel it. it it's uh it's a workout for sure so it's it's like one of the best cross training things i think and closest to it that we could do here in our town hometown um because it gets so hot but yeah wow. it's, it's, a great, it's a great cross trainer that's the first time that anybody's ever brought that up to me and i've been doing this a long time and and i would have never guessed oh so, yeah serious business it's it's fun <laughs> it's good stuff so tori do you whoop up on him She's good. I can't catch her if she gets out in front of me. All right. I love it. I love it. She used to race her skis. She was good. Yeah, she's still good. So, Do you ever want to go back racing skis again? Well, I don't think so. I It's a lot different than the quads, and I'm so used to the quad racing. I kind of want to stick to that one Thing and focus on just my quad racing we, so. we made a statement the first time we ran a couple first few times we did and people knew who we were right away with her and you know she she got a, a first place actually got knocked because she missed a buoy um so turned into like a third i think her first very mm-hmm. ever first race everybody's like who's this girl <laughs> so did, you know, did you race a woman's division or a men or a mixed they are the it was a, it was like a junior, so it yeah. was like thirteen to fifteen. Yeah, just boys and girls, and all right, that's pretty awesome. Uh, it's just not something that that I've ever been exposed to. I mean, you know, I've yeah, been to the river. I'll take videos of it and show you. You you get you'll get a kick out of it. It's it's uh, pretty neat, and then the track gets filled up down there. I mean, people get they wear all the stuff, protective gear, even the uh, back braces in case you get hit by another ski and into your back. So your spine don't get messed up. Um, we have all that stuff, but yeah, it's, it's a uh, pretty awesome. Wow. Do you have any photos that you could send over so that we could promote uh, the episode with them? Yeah. Yes. Excellent. Please, please do. Cause that's, that's a new thing for me. Um, yeah. I, you know, you spend all your time, your whole life in the dirt and somebody um, tells you something about the water. I mean, I like, I like downhill, mountain biking i mean i like the uphill portion for your conditioning but the downhill i always liked because it it helped my small muscle groups for my hands and my arms my neck when i would ride um because those were the muscles that that had problems uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna try i'm gonna try to get into that it's just like the bikes i want are so much money now they are expensive yeah you're gonna end up with a you're gonna end up with an e-bike and it's been grand <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah well uh you know i do some mountain biking with Ike, doug eichner and and some of his buddies and all of them have went e-bike and i haven't went with them since they went e-bike how do those work uh they i rode one at dirt wheels one day just in the parking lot and you know i got it up to 30 miles an hour and it with no effort wow. and, well, uh, and there again it, it's because i had the assist on if i take the assist off Okay. You're pedaling it and you're, and it's, it's still assisting you even when you take the assist off because the bike's so heavy, you have to have some, you know, they're like 28, 30 pounds, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's not light. I mean, my bike that I ride now is uh, not very heavy. I mean, I don't know what it weighs exactly, but it's still, it's just not very heavy. And I could be wrong on the weights, um, but the suspension on them is, it's like riding a, uh, you know, a CRF 450. It's just awesome. It's just incredible. Cool. Yeah. I know Greg Rowe, Josh Rowe's dad, 
has got one and he's and he's a speed demon coming down the hill. I could never go down the hills that fast. I've uh yeah, I I, I have a road one and I think I've just kind of stayed away from because I don't want to fork out that money yet. I know I'll have to have one, you know. Well, I, I think that the small muscle groups that it helps when you when you ride downhill would definitely yeah. enhance your uh, ability to have more strength and and less fatigue. Um, there's a lot of guys that, that, I mean, Dustin Nelson is a, is an avid mountain biker. And I think that his conditioning was never something that you could ever question. Uh, You know, look at Josh Fredericks when he was riding, he road biked a lot and that guy was just a beast, you know? Uh, That's our, that's a, he's our, um, whatchamacallit, our go-to guy for DWT, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Yep. And that dude, I mean, he's a two-time works champion. He, yeah. I think he, I think he uh, got a Baja title in there, or more, more than one. And I mean, Josh is is one of those guys that you have to put in that group of elites. Yeah. That you know, when you line when you line the best twenty guys up, or the twenty guys that that you wouldn't want to race because you, <laughs> they would beat you, or yeah. you'd fear they would beat you. He's one of those guys, and yeah, yeah. I know him and Eichner just had some epic wars with each other. Yeah. There's, there's some gnarly dudes out there that, uh, yeah, their, their fitness is just way beyond anybody else. And, you know, and it shows. It's, it's exactly. Hey, Tori, I got a question for you. When you were coming up as a young, as a young lady, who did you admire? I mean, did you, were there special women athlete or lady athletes that, that you watched and thought, you know, I want to, I want to be great like her? Um, well, I would say I never really watched a lot of the women. I always watched Bo and always was. And you like Bubba. Yeah. She likes I mean, Bubba Stewart, you know, who could not like the Bubba scrub and. so but yeah i think i never really had watched the girls a whole lot before i went into the class (laughs) i mean you know there's there's some ladies that that you should do some research on angela moore is one of them uh julie was pretty fast doug roll's wife um you know donna Donna is is a, is a formidable champion. She's been a multi-time uh, woman's champion. You know, I know you know Brianna Curley. She won three in a row. Um, and uh, I know I'm forgetting somebody, and I apologize. But oh, she was out practicing this last weekend. Brianna Ooh. was. Brianna, really? Yeah, she came out of the woodworks. I guess she was out. Pra- I caught her. I think Tori showed me she was out in the B class. You know, just getting uh, warmed up and. I was hoping to see her on the line, but she wasn't there. But um, yeah, she was out there practicing. You know, her episode drops in a in a. Well, when this episode drops, it'll have already come out. But okay. uh, she's got some. You know, she's she's not giving any secrets away, but she still loves the sport and misses. Yeah. It, you know, but I mean, she's got a heavy workload for school. I bet. Yeah. I bet. I mean, that kid is. She's she's pretty smart cookie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I don't want to get in a battle of yeah. educated wits with her because I would get destroyed. Right. You know, yeah. I, I just, I was, I was, I was helping her 
this is back before I met you, Tori. And I was helping her on her bike one day and she's just got this book that's so thick and so heavy in her lap and she's doing some homework. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, not going to mess with this one. (laughs) You you know, I mean, it's just incredible that. Yeah, that's cool. She's still doing that. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know if she's done or if she's where she's at. I didn't, I didn't actually. I, I, was, I was glad to see her out there. And, you know, we watched her in the practice and that was cool to see her out there again. Well, that means um, that she, she could be, she, she, she could be getting into shape and, and wanting to yeah, come. That, that's awesome. And then she did the, I think the last time you raced her was Havasu last year, right? No, the year before last. Okay. Right. Yeah. The, two years ago, you just got the Yamaha we got from you. Mm-hmm. The used one of 15. And Tori was, that was the second time she raced it was here in town at first Peoria and then here. And uh, Rihanna came to that race and that was cool. She lined up for that. So yep. any, any time this, this last one was really cool. There was six or seven of them. Uh, There's a lot of girls. There was one girl there from uh, the GNCC, GNCC pro uh race she does those and uh that was cool to see yeah. her out there she i think was... her boyfriend or husband got third in the pro class i believe yeah, yeah. so those, those jared mcclure's it's jared mcclure's gal i guess yeah 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 so did that, you get to watch did you get to watch any of that race uh the pro yeah we watched some of it you know awesome no, was, it, was, was it good well tori was racing at no, the same so time Oh, you had a you had a event. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. You, we have well, a picture of uh, Bo. He was coming up to laughing, Tori. But it's cool. They have both the number one plates. You can't see her. Tori's Harley is a little dirty, but both show. Nonetheless, they both have the number one plates going over the jump, going uh, past you know past the shoes up, but past the pit, and then awesome. going back down. So yeah, we got a picture of that. We got that was our uh, take home picture, and it was pretty cool. That's cool. Let's go backwards a week before we talk about um, the first round for works. And there was a camp held uh, here in Southern California that you got invited to. Uh, You know, Kyle Gross put it on. GNS Motorsports or GNS Racing. Yeah. Yep. Uh, What'd you think of that? I think it was awesome. It, I think it helped me a lot. Um, Bo and Logan were very helpful and they gave a lot of good tips and they worked on each individual and watched each one of us and then gave us feedback and told us what we should try better. So it was really nice to have someone kind of sit there and watch you and tell you like, try this way. And then and after they performed it, yeah. it would actually, you know, interact with them and, and let them know if they did it right or what they were doing wrong still. And, you know, to try to progress at it, to, to make it work. Um, so in that sense, yeah, it was really, it was good. I, I was, mm-hmm. I was stoked on it. It was, it was awesome. It was an awesome uh, weekend and hope to do one again. Well, I've been, I, I spoke to Kyle about it and I would be definitely interested in, in going out there again. Uh, we did a little thing. Um, yeah. It was a little windy to do, to do a, a live like that, but we tried and it was our first time ever doing anything like that. I, I'm not a media guy. I'm a professional race mechanic. I am not 
I'm not a media guy. Um, I'm, I'm learning my daughter Valeria is doing amazing, uh, helping and, and doing some of that. And it was a lot of fun watching you guys and getting a better firsthand look at some of the things that Tori was doing and some of the other riders were doing and, you know, things that I could notice and I could get to hear the exhaust note of the machine, um, as she's accelerating so that I could give her some tips about, yeah, how to get the motor to pull a little harder. I, yeah, I we found out, you know, we ordered her Wrath Nerf bars last year, the year before, and she, and she, you know, they had an optional monster peg. So we, why not? We added the monster peg. Well, come to find out, if you don't already know your body placement and all that, and, and uh, know where your feet and all that should be, it turns out those are a bad thing. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, you know, what we found out from Logan, you know, he said, I'd really like you like to see her with the standard size pegs. You can get them tabbed for the monster pegs. Just, just get the standard size, please. Let's try that. And and so we did. We ordered two sets. So we're stoked, you know, that's going to be coming on the way. Um, and I think it's just the, the width of those things that puts it all, you know, your boot can go all the way out to the end of the, the nerve. And I think it tells all with the, the wear on the plastic in her boots where she's, you know, riding at. So he was able to tell by that. And uh, so hopefully we can get that, you know, pinned down and break a couple bad habits. Well, right? if you, if you think about what drives your quad, it's your legs do yeah. an awful lot of the work in positioning it so that you can push uh, you can push it where you want it to go and control it with your, with your feet and your legs. Um, and that's, uh, that is a learn deal. Uh, I highly recommend, which a lot of people think I'm crazy. If you want to get your corner speed down or your turning ability down, do figure eights on a three wheeler. Yeah. yeah. The three wheeler with narrow axle with the old school tires on it, the, the hard, the hard round motocross tires and you do the big figure eights, then you do the little figure eights and then you do the big figure eights. And if you do this and you go out and you work, work a, a pattern for a day, you know, and you do this every three or four months, your turning on your four wheeler changes because your body English will change your body position will change because you'll get, I think a better feel for the, what the machine's doing True. because you have to be so in tune with that three wheeler. You have to feel everything it does or you'll end up on your noodle. Yeah. 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 That we you to, laugh. I, I've been there. We used to do turn tracks uh, out here off the highway I'm off the 40 here on, on dirt bikes. There's a sandy section out by the railroad tracks. And, and I, you know, I was the dirt bike guy more than I was quad till, you know, till Tori and all that. So now I know a lot about quads, but yeah, we, we would tur practice turns just in the sand. And that, I think you have to do that just with anything. You have to practice one thing over and over and over. You know, there, there's not one thing when you're, you're set and done. You're always going to be learning. I don't think that I don't think the bow doesn't go out and work sections because he. I know for a fact he still does. Yeah, he was telling me a story one time that he couldn't get this rhythm jump section down, and he watches a B rider go through there, 
and just hits it and nails it. And he's like, uh, so he followed the guy and yeah. had it down. And he goes, yeah. so you can learn something from every level of rider. So just remember when you're out there doing that and, and you might watch one of those kids because they may do something, not even realizing they're doing it that you can't do. And yeah. you can't do it because your mind usually gets in the way. That's what I told her at this, this, the uh, MX school, the training camp, you know, keep going, let's go on this with an open mind, you know, and, and, uh, cause she was starting first, they did first gear starts cause she's a second gear starter. I think for, and, and you know, they told her that's up to you and what you feel. Um, there's going to be times where first gear is going to work better and then maybe second gear is going to work better. So right. it's all, you know, so, but as long as she has an open mind about it and they're able to get stuff across to her where she's not, you're not, you're not set to where you think you're right. And you know, everything, right. It, like you said, it, even Bo's learning. So and that, that guy is the King. I mean, he's, he's phenomenal. He's, isn't he? Yeah, he, he, yeah. So there's always, always room for improvement and always room to grow. I think so. Mm -hmm. So what happened? Uh, what happened in the first round? <laughs> it was a nightmare. <laughs> oh, Saturday morning. Well, we, we got there for practice. I mean, we didn't have much time because the 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 practice is in the morning. Well, Saturday. we had that MX camp the weekend yeah. before, so we kind of just left everything loaded up <laughs> and uh went down the races and I actually cleaned the quad down there. Um <laughs> Friday morning. Yeah, for that, yeah. So didn't have much time to get anything ready. So I knew I told Tori because we, you know, with the COVID, all, how all the races went, we went till December this past year when usually racing was over in October. We had no time this year to do anything, you know. So uh, I said, let's just get through this race. And I knew that's what it was going to be. We have the two quads. We, I knew they needed lots of love. So she went out on practice Friday. That was that was fine. Mm -hmm. Saturday morning she did the unclassified the whole track, and she was I'm waiting for. I was I was running to the pit to tell her not to do the late jump, the lagoon jump, because I just seen some dude crash and and it was just not worth it. And it was the type of jump where you had to be steady on the gas, like all the way from the top turn, squared up and, and hit it and stay pinned. And I knew she just wasn't going to do that. And it just wasn't worth it. So the carnage from it wouldn't have been worth it. So I ran up there to tell her not to, but she didn't come around. So finally I go back to the trailer and she was there, got pulled in. And she goes, my, my quad, the clutch is broke or something's <laughs> going on. I said, what? I said, look at your chain. It's off on the back. She goes, oh. <laughs> so, so it spun it off. The chain derailed. Couple, it's halves who has the perfectly little round rocks to get your calipers and flip you over and gets in between the, uh, the guard, sprocket guard and the sprocket. And it was two or three rocks right in a row enough to fudge the chain off and it, and it went onto the, to the, uh, swing arm and then bunched two lengths of chain up in between the swing arm and the counter shots rocket. Oh, so that was, uh, yeah, really ugly. Luckily didn't break any cases or anything bad. 
had to cut the chain, several uh, relief cuts in the chain with a grinder, um, pulled the nut off the counter shaft, was able to get it, work it out of there, changed counter shaft sprocket, rear sprocket, put a new chain. My chain breaker broke, borrowed another one from uh, Shoful. Okay. Uh, so that was cool. Got it all together. We did that from about 8.30 in the morning till... Mm, 11.50, got it done by 11.50. She's supposed to be on the line by 11.55. So That's she had right. a few minutes to go out to the front and uh, do some starts, run it a couple times. I adjusted the chain once, ran her back out there and do a couple more starts, brought her back in, adjusted it twice, sent her to the line with like 30 seconds to spare. So what barely is- made it, but and she yeah, it was stressful. She, I told her to pit the first lap. We checked it. It was tight. Sent her back out. She was still in the lead. Donna and uh, Lane. Lane was right behind her. Said, go, go. You're good. Came back in. I think we pitted her on the third or fourth lap, somewhere in there. And the chain was so good. She was still in the lead. Just to take off, go. Um, she made it till the end. And uh, it, it stayed together. Uh, you know, brand new chains, they got to... You got to stretch them a little bit. We got lucky, and she made it. Got first place, so it was awesome. So, uh, just a repeat of last year. What do you mean? Like I can't hear your head rattle. Like a good, like we're we're starting it off with pretty much like good starting with the win and all that. Yeah, I would say it went pretty good besides the whole chain thing, but we got it figured out. So, you know, adversity makes sometimes when you have things go on that distract you from thinking about the race, it's the best thing because you're <laughs> not even thinking about what you're going to go do and yeah. you just get to go to the line and go do it. Yeah. You know, I knew I had to do that. So I told her just to do, she was like, can I do this? I said, no, you just, well, I'm the mechanic. He said, you don't worry about anything on this. As long as I don't want her to, I don't ever want her to worry about that stuff. I just want her to worry about herself and, and her getting her gear on, getting her. I used to do her goggles, but this way I used to, I'm a fanatic about the goggles. <laughs> well, between doing the quads and the goggles, I can't have a speck of anything on them. Like I, I'm a freak about it. Well, that became an issue. I just had to pick one. I, I told her, so her and her mom are in charge of goggles. I, I only do the quads. And that way, you know, it's, she shouldn't have to worry about any, anything else but herself, her goggles, and, and you know, and Can't less stress. So what you're telling me is she's very spoiled. <laughs> so, kind of. <laughs> I, I love it in the same sense. I, I live through her, you know. Um, her win is my win, so... Uh, yeah, it's good. And that's, you know, that's the, when you have a partnership like that, it's, it's awesome. Uh, I mean, how much pleasure does it give you when you see him on the side of the track rooting you on? It's pretty awesome. I have a pretty good support team, so it makes it just that much more fun when I have everyone supporting me and everyone that comes to my races. I mean, They've never missed a race. So <laughs> that's, you know, that says a lot because that support team um, is just amazing. Yeah, I've had surgeries where I wasn't supposed to go or be 
up and about, but I, I didn't miss it. I was there pushing them in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, in a wheelchair. There was a time in, in the wheelchair, I think. Yeah, you were at South Point or yeah, one of those. Yeah. So, yeah, it was uh, hectic, but I was still there. I was still trying to do my stuff. And yeah. That's pretty awesome. Wouldn't miss, wouldn't miss it for the world. So, what'd your mom think of the two championships? Amazing. Um, yeah. She. She's super excited. <laughs> you know, everybody at, at Tori works with her mom mm -hmm. at Cornerstone uh, at the medical uh, office. And they all, you know, they all think she's a rock star, but they, you know, they don't know what's involved in racing. And a few of them came out to the track and just seen me working on the stuff. And they're like, oh my God. And then they see her go to the get to line and they're like, oh my God. And then they see her take <laughs> off and then they see her finish. They, they can't believe it. Like they, they don't know what they thought, but they had no idea that it was like that. And, and uh, so it's cool. They, they get a taste of it and it, it just, for somebody that don't, that don't know, yeah, it amazes them. And that, that's pretty neat. So it, it, it takes a lot. What did your boyfriend think of it all? <laughs> he, I mean, he tries to go to every single race that he can. He tries to help in every way. And I think, I mean, he always is like, you're such a badass and all this <laughs> stuff. So he, he tells everyone, my girlfriend's so cool. She races and all that. So he gets a little teased from <laughs> some people. <laughs> so, hey, I mean, did he ride a quad? Um, he yeah, yeah for fun. I mean, nothing he'll, like she'll want them, and it, you know, even <laughs> like me, I I go and I'll take her out the desert, me and Casey and Tori, and I'll go do it like this, Tori. And then I'll I feel like I went really fast, <laughs> <laughs> and Casey's like, "Are you kidding me?" I'm all, "I did, I went fast, right?" She's like, "No, you didn't. Tori was way fast." I'm like, "Okay, whatever. <laughs> do it like I do it like I did, but a lot faster." <laughs> so. You don't yeah. do it like I did it, but do it better. Yeah, yeah, yeah like that. <laughs> That's too funny. That is too funny. Do you guys get much time to go to the desert, uh, recreational riding? Uh, I mean, everything's so busy all the time. Um, not as much time as we like to, that's yeah. for sure. Wow. I mean, I know... Do you have license plates for your... I know you live in Arizona. Do you have license plates for your quads? Uh, yeah, OHV stuff. I mean, we haven't really registered the race stuff yet i mean we've been harassed i think and i think we we're up camping in flag prescott or somewhere and really? we were harassed because we well it was the quad we bought from you and you know it just screams not legal <laughs> i lost tori we we're out riding on these trails and i lost her the cop followed her all the way back to our campsite with his lights on. They make a made a spectacle of it. It was it was nuts. I you know I calmed him down, talked to him. I had a backpack full. We have so many different things. We just got that quad from you. I had no paperwork or nothing. He's like, well is it stolen? I said, absolutely not. I I had brought paperwork to two of the other different quads. I'm like, ah, I'm sorry. I don't I have this and have this. I I did grab the wrong stuff. He he was uh understanding but at first she wasn't it wasn't 
you know, very nice because just the way it looked. Right. So, I mean, and almost after that, I felt like I should put a horn on it and do all these things <laughs> and just because the screen pulled me over. But if it was all legal, it'd be kind of funny. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> anyways, that's a whole nother thing. Do yeah, you guys, do you guys still race any of the AZOP stuff? We haven't. Last well, year, we didn't do. Did we do some last year? I think we did. Oh. No, we never did the. Any? No, we. The year before? Yeah, the year before we I did. Get, I get mixed up. Time's going by too fast. <laughs> we did quite a few the year before, but I think the competition level is well, more in works than it is in AZOP, and I think I am ride better when I. There was enough people racing. for AZOP. For the class, there's a lot of people that go, but then in the classes, there's just not for like what she races, the A class and all that. There's not very many. There's a lot of like C B riders and all that. There, I don't even know if they go by that. They they go by a different it's class. Beginner, intermediate, expert. Yeah. So she could literally pro. race pro because there's not even very many pro. Um, I would get second overall, pretty much most of the time so i didn't really have much competition racing we had fun when we did them but uh it it they usually fall on a, on a works weekend i think yeah. they're, so they're they're not working it out to where you could do one and do the net you know another one the next weekend so, i got to go to a few with the simmonses and i liked i liked some of the courses i didn't like some I, of the other ones yeah i liked some of them and some i didn't too and it is we had fun like i said it was different um but if we had we have to pick, you know, we're obviously going to do the one that she has a series in. So, I actually liked Hila Ben. See, we've never been. That's what we were going to try to do was a lot of those because they have all these places in Arizona we've never been to, and we didn't get to do that. But well, yeah, they did the Blythe. I did Blythe with AZOP, which I was excited that Works started doing races at Blythe because I yeah, actually, Blythe, Blythe track's pretty cool. Yeah, their dirt is really nice. <laughs> I, yeah, heard, I heard it was pretty rough. It's it's sandy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's sandy, uh, but it's a pretty fun track. I mean, there's some like jumps and I mean whoops, some hills. So a big right. old jump there. They took off for the scoring screen. I know somebody said something to RJ on Instagram. Said, "Hey, why don't we keep this?" Because they they do it at a ski too. They take off that big table. Um kind of by the stands or whatever, I think, and use the, you know, they do the scoring shoe. So you lose the big, the big uh, table, one of them. And they did that for Blythe, but then for the AZOP, they left it, the big jump. And there were these kids jumping the side-by-sides in there. They were hucking it really big. So uh, RJ, yeah, he he said something about it. They might... Hopefully they might uh, incorporate it this time, this next round. So that'd be cool. Yeah, the next round is February, uh, February Valentine's Day, isn't it? Yeah. Is it? Okay, that's life. Like yeah. President's Day weekend. This episode will probably come out after that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so good luck in that one. Well, How is this going? My father-in-law, what, we, I just talked to Michael about it. And uh, how is this going? Um, we are still small. We are a little over six months old. Um, 
I don't talk. Nobody ever asked me this question. Uh, most people don't ask me questions ever. So um, uh, we're we're a little over six months old. We're in seventy four countries as of yesterday. Awesome. We're almost sixteen thousand downloads. Nice. Um, and for our uh, the amount of downloads that we have, or the amount of listens that we have, or whatever you want to call them, you know, whatever the industry calls them. Uh, we're, we're, we're about 60 days ahead of schedule where they factor our growth. Yeah. So, so there's, there's a way for you to actually know how many listeners and watch. I have a, I have a control panel basically, or a, a command center that I go to that will tell me, um, how many countries, what countries, uh, what devices are used doesn't tell me what devices are used per country, but it does yeah. tell me what devices. So uh, if it's Spotify, if it's Apple Podcasts, or if it's Stitcher, if it's Google Podcast, um, if it's an uh, a handheld device, you know, like your phone or a laptop or something like that, it tells me what everybody's using to uh, to listen. Um, it doesn't give me times and it doesn't give me states. Uh, I'd like I'd like it to, but uh, you know, it, that's okay. We're, uh, we're, um, we're behind, we're ahead of the growth on sponsors too. And sponsors are just like sponsors for races. What we do is, is we offer a specific time and a position for your ad read and it costs X amount of dollars. It's pretty inexpensive. Like through like on Instagram and stuff, I see your thing pop up on Instagram. Um, and we're, we're growing on Instagram and Facebook, um, and, and we're actually going to be dropping a YouTube, uh, our first YouTube video, um, which is not really, it, it's a video, it's a montage of pictures, why the podcast is going, um, okay. and we're going to try to go back, and as we bring a new episode out, we'll do an old episode and bring a new one and then an old one and a new one and an old one so that the old ones will all get caught up. And eventually when we're releasing the new episode, we'll be releasing it on um, all of your audio uh, play platforms. And then you'll be able to get it on uh, YouTube or uh, other uh, affiliates for that, you know, that show the videos. Um, you know, so there's a lot of growth there. Most podcasts grow faster when they're, when they're YouTube related. I don't know, Tori, do you watch YouTube? You're, you're the youngest one out of us. Um, uh, yeah, I would say I watch YouTube. I mean, I think YouTube has like everything that you could watch on it. So, so, uh, Valeria is you're 20, 21, uh, 20, almost 21. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so Valeria, uh, you met Valeria at the at the um, GNS uh, yeah. uh, camp, and she uh, she's twenty twenty three, and uh, so between her and her sister, her sister is a uh, social media advertiser, an agent that has an agency that that's what they specialize in. They specialize in it in a different industry than ours. So she's learning about our industry, but in, in all of her time doing what she's done, she's never seen a podcast grow this fast. That's cool. Yeah. So I I was thinking that I I was just talking to my father-in-law earlier and he's like, well, how is, 
Leonard's uh, podcast going. I said, you know, I think it's going really well. So that's why, you know, we just wanted to touch bases with you. And I did, I said, it did seem to me that it's grown pretty good. So. Well, I'm hoping, that, I'm hoping that everybody enjoys it. You know, um, we chart and track all of the episodes. I mean, we're, we're off topic here. We're supposed to be talking about you, Tori. Um, we chart and, and track everybody's episode. And I go back and look at all of the data that I can get. Um, and it's a little more complicated and, and I don't understand some of it, but I'm trying to understand the patterns. Um, holidays affect this differently. Um, they say that some of my growth comes from the pandemic and then other comes from, there's only one other ATV podcast and they don't, doesn't cover, um, it doesn't cover West coast. It doesn't cover old school stuff. It doesn't cover, you know, three wheelers and I cover everything. Yeah, yours is a, a vast thing. It just covers a broad spectrum. We're also getting into first responders, right on. military, fire, police, um, not and, and and not just them. We're going to talk to anybody that has an inspiring story. Um, our first episode dropped, and it was Mike Penland. If you listen to that guy, gosh, he's just he's a wealth of knowledge. He's a pretty smart dude, and he's done some things that that. Um, I don't think he gets enough credit for in this industry. So I've taped three episodes with him and um, Tristan Powell, you know him from the works. Uh, I've had him on, I'm having him on his, uh, his inspired episode will drop on Monday, mm-hmm. which every, nobody knows we're taping on a Thursday and Nestor Nelson's episode will drop Friday. And then Tristan's will, will drop on Monday. Um, and I forget who drops on Tuesday, but um so you're not doing it just on Tuesdays no more. You used no, to be just no, Tuesdays. We're yeah. doing eight to nine episodes a month. Awesome. Instead of just four. Um, and, and, it, and it could go up. Um, we don't want to saturate it, but I, I was told and when I started this to get content. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have so much content. I just got a text message from Dustin because I was telling him his episode was dropping. And he goes, hey, man, I've been waiting months. <laughs> and, and, he, and, and he realistically has. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I, have one, well, I have one episode that's getting ready to drop that it's, I've had it taped for five months. That's ridiculous. I need to get them out faster. And I feel bad for the individual. Maybe like he doesn't think that... You know, I'm new at this, Uh, your scheduling and you're laying it out. And I'm not a media guy, guys. I'm just not. Uh, Yeah, you're you're learning as you go. And I, you know, I've made some mistakes and our sound is is kind of a mistake. Sometimes we have some issues and and that's, you know, I taped in a, in like a sunroom with open windows. Mistake. (laughs) Oh, huge mistake. The bird noise was insane i I had to i had to trash some episodes because the noise was incredible wow you know so um we're we're trying to work some stuff i might as well i might as well announce it here right now with you tori um if you don't mind no i don't mind i'm in i'm in talk we're talking with works to come and do some live interviews and live shows at works on the Friday, on Saturday, and then do a 
uh, a professional um uh i don't even know what you call it after the uh a, a, a professional uh yeah. podium finish so after they get done with the podium they come over and sit down at the table and they all three of the riders that were on the podium in the pro class will sit down and talk about oh, the race wow. and, yeah. and uh you know get a backdrop behind them and just air it and and go from there and and um see how that goes uh, we'll start with one episode or one ep one race and see how it goes and if uh randy and i can work something out to to come to more or if i have riders that have wanted me to come back to racing and working on mechanic uh, working on bikes at the races then uh we'll uh we'll start showing up to more of them That'd be awesome. Yeah. We welcome you back. Uh, I'd love to be back. I mean, that would be awesome to see you at the races. That would be way cool. Well, I love, you know, I love to come to the races and I love my, my works family and, and all my friends there. I miss all of you guys so much. It was great to see you guys, uh, the, the Friday and Saturday for the training camp, you know, yeah, it's like old times, uh, a little bit. Yeah. Other than I didn't have a wrench in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> so you, know, you told me, working on the stuff because you were there for <laughs> moral support uh you know I, I i had to draw a definite line uh to no, go. i know that's why i came to you that night before <laughs> exactly yeah. i had to draw a definite line uh yeah. to, you know was i going to be media or was i going to be mechanic and exactly uh, you were there for a reason and you had to do it yeah and uh you know i, I kyle uh, uh had talked to me about it and agreed that we would do media instead of working on stuff. Um, I can't wait to, to get with Kyle and do another one of those because I have some ideas that I want to throw out there and get in, more involved as, as you know, so that we can yeah. talk maintenance and we can talk. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I think the next one will be just that much better because everybody's got a more understanding of how the first one went and what we could do to make even the next one, even that much better and uh yeah i think it'll be even more awesome we're working on a video for that to release a video just a video that just plays um uh that that will come at some point um it, it it'll probably this during the year hopefully in the beginning part um, but there again you got to figure everybody that works on atv talk has a job and yeah. everybody that's doing it is it's a labor of love there is no money to be made. Um, so the guys that are telling you they're getting rich off podcasts, uh, there are, pro there are a few, but the average guy like myself, no, that's not what we're doing. Yeah. I, I do this for the, I'm returning back to the industry that I love so much. And Tori, you have a story and people want to know about you and people want to hear about you. And they want, they want you to talk on the podcast, not me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> I know you're getting better at it all the time. And, and, uh, so yeah, we're, we're growing and when we want to, uh, we want to, to take our family of ATV people that I know that even the ones back East and, and I want to get into some GNCC stuff and, and, uh, talk to more of the guys back there. I have some really, uh, it, we have some really enthusiastic guests coming, um, and some young people that, uh, will, just amaze you of the their maturity and their drive to do this sport um it's pretty awesome uh 
There's some amazing young ladies coming. Uh, the two-time motocross champ is coming on. Uh, Who's that, Brandy? Uh, no. It, why do you put me on a spot like this? Because I pronounced her name incorrectly on the uh, initial when I did the show with her. Oh. It's uh, Andrea. Oh, okay. And she's super fast. She's super nice. Um, I really liked her insight. Which it's like most people, we had a better interview after we stopped recording. And I wish I would have recorded that last half hour because yeah. she was super insightful and, and uh, got the nerves of the mic went away. Same thing happens to you, Tori, when, when I don't have the recording on. Yeah, you, it does. She, then she opens up. <laughs> yeah. And it, you know, it, it, everybody needs to quit worrying about the recording. Um, there's a, um, I, I, I messed this young lady's last name up, Jesse Stockham. When you listen to her episode, this young lady is dynamic. She is not handicapped. She is um, a fighter. She's smart. Um, and she has some great insight on how to make your body work better. And I think that I, I'm hoping that after everybody listens to her episode, they start reaching out to her to talk to her about her dietary changes and the things that she's learned, uh, you know, because she went through a horrific thing and she's overcoming it and growing. And um, I, I was really, really taken back by her and 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 how enthusiastic she is and how positive she is and and i learned some things that i didn't know about you know your dietary issues and uh, yeah. you know so 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 that's those are things that i really look forward to uh telling the stories and and tori the next time we come on jack and i are not going to talk <laughs> <laughs> we've eaten up your time and I apologize for that. Thank you, Jack, for having the, for caring and, and asking about that. Um, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, you guys are my friends and I don't mind opening up to you and everybody's going to hear this and, and please, if I didn't open up to anyone else and don't get mad at me, it's just, I feel really comfortable about just telling you guys where we're at. And yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just kind of, I'm glad you told us. It's it's awesome. I'm I'm glad to see your growth and glad to see that you know people got a place to go and and listen and learn new things and just and to hear some of the uh, the old timers and yeah, it's, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, I'm working on a I'm working on a chat. I'm going to call it the chat with uh, three um, early AT, ATC riders. Um, all three of them will have independent shows uh, on two of them have already aired. Uh, the other one hasn't, but his show will air before the chat does. And then I'll get these three guys on to tell their stories because some of them haven't seen each other in 20 or 30 years. Wow. wow that's awesome. Wow. So, Reunited. Yeah. yeah and, and, and they're going to have some good stories and some things that they can talk about. And wow. I have some other ideas for some shows about two strokes and four strokes and uh, things like that. I, you might want to inter interview also, and you know him. He came to the track uh, the last, well, two weekends ago. I think, and I'm going to butcher his last name, Chris 
Malcolm, 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 CM Motorsports. Yeah. yeah. Chris Martinez. He's a good dude. Yeah. Yeah, I like Chris. He's a, he's a great dude. Uh, yeah, yeah, tons, of, tons and tons of Honda parts. <laughs> we gave him all our old Honda stuff, and uh, he uh, he injured his foot and had to make a living, and that's how CM Motorsports got. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I asked him about it uh, because he started hey, out in El Cajon. Yeah, he started to come in the shop and get some stuff worked on, and then he yeah. asked about buying some parts, and him and I uh, became friends, and you know, I try to help him out and he tries to help me out. And yeah, he'd be a good one to interview as well. I think he's, he's, he's grown. Right. So I got in touch with him and he's a good dude. He's good. Nice, nice dude. Exactly. Exactly. So. Tori, um, you went out and you won your first woman's a race and we didn't even talk about your pro-am debut. Um, how did it go for you in the pro-am race? Um, it was good. I finished fifth, which I'm actually very proud of myself. Um, I think that by the end of the season, I will be a lot faster in that class and I'll be more competitive against the guys. I think right now I'm still kind of like pushing myself to be as fast as them, but I, my mental game is definitely there and I want to place in the pro-am. So that is my goal. Yeah. I think a good goal for her for this, this year would be for what I would like to see for her. And I know she would too, would be a top three championship at the end of the year, the top three championship in the pro-am. That wow. that would be that's that's a, goal. that's a big bill to fill, but that's that's totally doable. You know that uh, I have a little history in the in the ATV world and in the pro am division. To my knowledge, the only woman to get in the top five is Angela Moore. Really? Yep. And yeah, I guess so that's a, a huge deal. Was fifth. Yeah, so she got a fifth last weekend out of out of ten. With her on the line, there was ten, including her. That was there were ten. So there was nine other boys, nine men, and she got a solid fifth. I mean, that's a solid fifth. She didn't go backwards. She stayed there, and no one passed her. That's awesome. It's a tough. It's a tough class. So you know, we'll do every round. Knock on wood. Uh, everything goes good, and I would like to see a top. I mean, it's, it's a big, it's big shoes to fill, but that's, that's a goal that I, I'm putting for you. <laughs> so you the boys just, say anything to you after the race. I mean, all the boys, they'll I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they come up. To, I talk to they a do. lot of them and they always, they're like, you need to be the first girl to get a place in pro-am like, and they're very, I mean, I'm friends with everybody and I like to be friendly with everybody and i think the boys they actually do like respect so, her. yeah they're not just like as a just a, oh that's just a girl rider or she I does mean, okay for a girl it's tori she's especially different especially a lot of parents will come up to me and they'll be like you are riding so good so it's really nice when i have like other people's parents not like 
you know, it's she's gaining the respect of the rival. Bias, don't you? What's that? I think Jack's a little biased, don't you? I, I am little, totally. But uh, <laughs> I wasn't asking you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, well, I wanted Tori to answer that question. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, uh, proud Papa, I get it. You know, I totally get it. And uh, the rooster gets to ruffle his feathers and you know strut a little, and and it's healthy. Um, and I know your mom is super proud of you and you know what, uh, Lauren and I are as well. Um, when I told Lauren that you got fifth, he was pretty, pretty stoked and excited. Um, and, uh, we, we were looking forward to, uh, seeing you get, uh, on the box and, uh, make sure that we can, uh, publicize that. So if, when that happens, you need to make sure you get us the information we need to get you to get you out on social media and blow it up. Cause that's, that's quite the, that's quite the feat and uh, just stay the course. Don't get discouraged and, and stay focused. Yeah. Cause you're not, you're not trying to reach just an easy goal. You are reaching for the stars and you know, the only way to grab a star is to reach for them. And, and I want you to keep trying hard and keep working hard and, you know, keep that guy in your corner next to you. Cause he's, he's uh definitely going to work hard for you. And, and I think that you guys got a great team and I'm, I'm really proud of you. Thank, Thank you. you. So Thank you. I really appreciate you taking some time with ATV talk and giving us an update. And I apologize again for taking some of your time. Uh, <laughs> we will, uh, we will make the next time you come on Tori all about you and Jack and I will not talk. <laughs> Sounds good. Be ready. So you, I mean, you're going to have to, I mean, you're going to have to dig deep and come up with some good stories. Okay. No, no more, just no, no more, just smiling and, and thinking everything's going to be perfect. Okay. Okay. She's All right. Bad. You guys have a great night and thank you for coming on ETV talk. And I really appreciate it. Um, if you guys need anything or, or uh, have any insight for me or, you know, somebody that you want me to talk to or somebody that you think I should reach out to or somebody reaches out to you that wants to get a hold of me, you know how to do that. You, you have all of my contact information. Well, hey, you guys have a great night. Uh, believe it or not, I still have some work to do tonight uh, to make a couple calls and to uh, reach out to some people. Uh, this is why my, my nighttime job is, is, is being a media guy, I guess. <laughs> get them. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. Have a thank great night. And, and again, thank you for coming on ATV Talk. And we'll be in touch and talk to you guys really soon. It's our pleasure. Okay. Thank awesome. you, buddy. Thank Have a good you. night. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. The team here at ATV Talk would love your feedback. Please email us at hello at ATVTalkPodcast.com. San Diego's Body Evolution Wellness Center. With over 17 years experience, Dr. Heidi looking after all your chiropractic needs and Coach PJ looking after your fitness needs. Visit our website, www.bodyevolutions.org or call for an appointment, 858-571-0160. Duncan Technologies International. 
more than 33 years in the industries building racing programs and ATVs around the world. We build winners. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, don't forget to rate us on all available platforms and share us with your loved ones. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook for more ATV Talk News. See you next time.